as usual. <laughs> well, awesome. We're live. Hello, everybody. Hello. Today is hello. a happy day because Jess is back. <laughs> Yay! It's been a long time since I've been live on this show with you, Allison. Thank you for holding down the fort. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. I have missed you, though. It turns out people like the show a lot more when I'm not on it. False. <laughs> False. <laughs> you got such rave reviews while I was gone. <laughs> yeah, but that's only because I had to do like a little bit of prep work. And I normally don't bring any prep work to the table. So like now I'm I'm attempting to to be more um prepared. prepared. <laughs> bring actually put some some real thought into what what do people want to hear about and what can we talk about. So well, and on that note, we did survey one of our favorite groups of women last night. Yes. <laughs> yes, we did. We were like, what should we talk about? What do you guys want to hear about? And guess what? It's all about the holidays. <laughs> Allison texted me the list of things that people want to hear about right before the show. And I was just laughing. Allison, should we read that list? Yeah. Yeah. So in a nutshell, it is stress loneliness, expectations, shame, desires, and FOMO. <laughs> so we've got, we've got some very heavy things that are on everybody's heart. And you know what? It got me thinking. Um, I used to love the holidays when I was little. I just loved them. And it was because I was so young with no like responsibilities and no really real understanding of what people thought. <laughs> so, so I was just there in the moment, just so happy. Like I remember just sitting regularly, I would just sit in front of the tree with the lights on and like at dark and I would just be just filled to overflowing. I just love that feeling. And then you become an adult <laughs> and it's like, all the years just add up and it be, makes in holidays this time of like, oh my gosh, people are going to be thinking these things and there's these expectations to have to be met. And, and, and there's just all of this pressure put into it. And it's so hard to just let yourself just be a human enjoying the time of year. It's, and it's conditioning. I know it's lots and lots of years of conditioning, but I think that's the thing that's the most, um, I, I, that's the heaviest for me. Like, why does it, why does it have to carry so much weight? But also that's not something we can change. I mean, it's all experiences that we've gathered throughout our life. It's not like you can just erase that and, and not have any of it. So it's kind of like, this is the material that we're working with now. This is the stuff that we're going to approach the holidays with. So if we want to have a different experience, what are we going to do with those materials? I think that's kind of where I have been at with all the holiday stuff. I love sitting in front of the tree with the lights off. It's just that's like the most magical feeling still. Isn't it? Yeah. 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 I did that last year, like a couple times. And I was like, okay, this is going to be one of the ways I deal with it. <laughs> do you, where, when do you put your tree up and take it down? And I realize we're having a very, uh, a, a conversation very much around Christmas. So if you celebrate another holiday, I do apologize. Um, yes. But 
we'll we'll talk about Christmas for a little while right now. <laughs> well, let's just like all of them. They kind of are all gathered together in this span of time, right? Because we've still got Thanksgiving. We got to be around the table with people, and there's <laughs> there's a lot of weeks here of this. So, <laughs> yeah, I it, it's different every year with the tree for me. Um, I don't have. I've actually been thinking about putting it up earlier than ever this year. I've been thinking about it just because. I've been decide. I've been asking myself if it would make me happy. <laughs> so that's kind of what I, I use as a gauge. There's been many years where we didn't get it up until the very last minute. And really, mm -hmm. yeah, I take mine down the day after Christmas. Year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I cannot wait to get that tree down and everything put away and just clean up. <laughs> there but is something really relieving about it. Oh yeah. No, I know some people go like into February with their tree. We put ours up usually the weekend after Thanksgiving and then keep it up until the day after Christmas when I like tear that thing down. <laughs> I like to tear it down. I don't like to go much into January. I generally like to think the last, the, the week after Christmas is just the week where I have zero requirements of myself and I just, you know. What day, what time is it? What day it is? Is it? I don't know. It's that's fine. I just let that be. I don't put any expectations on myself. <laughs> but um, but my birthday is the middle of January, and I remember when I was younger, I used to be like, "Can we just keep it up just till my birthday?" <laughs> oh, that's sweet. <laughs> but I don't really want that anymore. <laughs> I want it to be separate. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion that comes with the holidays, and every year this is a theme, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah. the emotion of the holidays. I wonder, is there somebody out there who still actually loves the holidays and doesn't feel the stress? I mean, I do love some things about it, but I still definitely feel the stress at the same time. So yeah, I'm curious. I, I think it's, I mean, I really think it's kind of conditioned into us the same as any adult responsibility, because it's like, oh, there's here, we we're not only is this the time of year where we're doing all this extra stuff, but also here's these massive expectations of what it's all supposed to look like. And oh, by the way, you're the one that pretty much controls how all that looks, especially when it comes to women, I think. Yeah. No thanks, yeah. Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Destroying yeah. yet another thing in my life. <laughs> Your beautiful pictures and amazing reels. <laughs> So, so where are our choices? Maybe that's the best place to start. Where are our choices with all of this? Because I think that the way that we inundate ourselves with input and information out from outside of us is, I mean, I think that's what affects us so much, but we get to decide all that. Oh my gosh. I'm reading the, the Laura Ingalls Wilder books with my kids. We just started the first one and I haven't read these for a very, very long time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they had like no outside input. <laughs> they were just, <laughs> the, the first book is the, the little house in the big woods. I'm like, they were just them with their family all by themselves. And they got to just decide how are we going to experience, you know, whatever. And while we can't be like that, of course, we still have a lot of control over what we bring into our minds. Also, they're like, didn't they get like a sugar cube for <laughs> yeah. that gift? It was like a sugar cube. I mean, yeah. I love 
<laughs> I know. I know. I, I said that to my kids last night. <laughs> I was like, look at how like this, this piece of candy. They were so enthralled that they got this piece of candy. I want you to think about that for a minute. <laughs> I said that to my kids last night. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love those books. I know. I know. Well, we have Thanksgiving is coming up in a couple of days. So maybe we should talk about strategies to like what you can control over the Thanksgiving holiday. And I, this Thanksgiving, once again, is seems like it's going to be different for everyone because COVID is going around again and changing everyone's holiday plans. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot that we can't control right there, which feels mm -hmm. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think for everything that we can't control, there's also a huge space of things we can control and that, and we never, we never look at that because our brain is just by default, not going to look at, <laughs> at that. It's going to be like, look at all this terrible stuff. That's not the way I want it. Um, but there's actually a whole, a whole section of, Hey, there, he here's where we can actually be in control. Here's something we can actually um, experience the way, you know, make a choice in this and experience how we want to. And for me, it always comes down to the feelings of it all. And so whenever we want to do anything or we want something to look a certain way or we have expectations or we want to take on other people's expectations, you know, anything like that, it's all because of how we want to feel. So there's always this underlying thing running the show of like, if I can make this all come together in this picture perfect holiday and, and so-and-so is happy and we have this beautiful family gathering or, you know, all whatever it is that you have in your mind, it's all because you want to feel a certain way. So when you kind of get down to the bottom of that and you think about what is it that I want to feel, you actually get to control how you're going to feel. So even if the circumstances don't look exactly how you want them to, you can approach the holidays with, with a, you can come to it with the idea of, okay, this is how I want to feel. How can I bring, what, what can I bring into my life to feel more of this? What could I think about the situation to feel more of this? And I was thinking this morning about the fact that um, when we are in a place where we're more of we're thinking more in terms of like, how can I serve or how can I give? It changes something in our minds. It still, it gives us a lot of the feelings that we want to feel, even though it may look like a different circumstance. We have um, a local, a local place to me that um, serves it, it delivers food to people. So it's this whole system set up where you can actually go volunteer your families and serve people food. And I've been thinking, I want to just, I would like to really get my kids involved and go do something like that because it takes me outside of myself. And at the same time, it gives me something. It gives me so many of these feelings that I want. So there's just different ways to think about things. And we don't have to be totally um, narrow-minded in how we're, you know, it's got to look exactly like these specific things. Because usually that's, I mean, is that even, sometimes it's like, I just want to feel a certain way. And so it has to look this certain way, but why? Like we get to question all that. We get to look at our, our options. Does that make sense? Follow all that? <laughs> it's, it totally makes sense. I guess the question is, how do you want to feel? Like, what is that feeling yeah. that you're, so you're searching for on the holidays? Yeah. What, 
I mean, I'll, you know, for me, it's that feeling of being loved and being with your family. Like that's mm-hmm. a, a strong feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And I think one of the issues that we have, especially with COVID and everything, is sometimes you can't be with your family because, well, you, there's a lot of reasons why you can't be with your family. Um, mm-hmm. And so how do you recreate that feeling without your family being present? Yeah. This is where our we have actually such capacity to imagine and to innovate and to get creative about things. And if we are allowing ourselves to to come into this with this idea of okay, here's what is. These are the things that I can't do anything about. So I, I I'm going to feel whatever I need to feel around it, but also let my allow myself to get to a place of acceptance for what is. And then look at, these are the things I still want. This is, this is the feeling that I want. I want to feel love. I want to feel connection. Um, I want to feel care, right? So much, so much of the time we take those emotions and we think I, I need the outside, what's outside of me to show that to me, but you don't actually, <laughs> you're the one generating those feelings. And a lot of times it's like, okay, feeling love and feeling care you can get those same feelings by going out, like putting that out, not just expecting it to come in, right? You can actually, it, it goes, it, by doing that, you actually end up receiving it. So I think that that's where we can allow ourselves to just let our imagination play and, and think of it more like a game. Like, okay, here's the things I want. It's very valid that I want these things. I wanna feel these things and this is important. Where can I, you know, where can I bring that into my life? What could I do? What, what position could I put myself? Maybe what situation could I, could I go to or, or what, who could I connect with or where could I start to find some of these things and just let your mind start to run and play with ideas instead of thinking, if it doesn't look like the script that I have been, that's been handed down to me forever, then I won't get it and I'm going to be miserable. Yes. I love this so much, Allison. If you put it out there, it comes back to you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait for it to be there. You can create it and give it to somebody else. And then that feeling will come back. And I would say it comes back stronger also. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I think that's where we get, we, we, that's where we start to expand when we realize I actually have control over that, over how I'm going to experience something, how I'm going to actually feel the things I want to feel rather than being in the space of, gee, I hope this all works out so I can feel what I'm going to feel. You're just at the mercy of everything. That's where we get so stressed. That's where we have such high expectations. And there's always this like nagging, is it going to happen? Am I going to get what I need? And because we're putting all of it outside of us but that's not where it comes from. So how can you put it out there this Thanksgiving? How can you put that love out there? How can you share that feeling with somebody else Mm -hmm. and then see how that feels? What can you do for others? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I know that whenever I talk about this kind of thing, there's a lot of people who have are habitual overgivers and because I've been one of them. <laughs> and so I know that there's a little bit of like, a ah, that's a, something about that, like really didn't work for me my entire life. But the way you approach it is what's so important. Understanding that, that 
the way you feel is generated from inside of you and not something that's happening to you from somebody else, that's a really key factor in all of this approach. Because you have to understand, I'm, I am the one determining how I am going to feel. And so knowing that I'm walking into the situation out of service, and also it's for me. Like I'm not just giving and giving and giving and hopefully somebody gives it back to me and then I'm going to be miserable and resentful. It's not like that. It's like, actually, this is a giving and receiving creative process. I'm, I'm coming into this to give and to brighten someone or, you know, whatever it is that you might be, but also because I know that I'm going to receive from that and I'm going to be open to receiving that. Like thinking of it as this giving, giving and also receiving is a different thing than um, than saying, I hope someone does something so that they make me feel a certain way. Does that distinction, is that clear? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the, the nice thing about the holidays is there's endless opportunities to volunteer, endless, mm -hmm. especially on Thanksgiving, right? You can go and serve meals for people. You can prepare meals. You can bring meals to people. I mean, just that alone provides a lot of opportunity to give back to your community. And if you participate in something like that, I remember like the first time I did the, cause we also have the same thing here where, you know, you can, they, you can go to this organization for a week before Thanksgiving and prepare meals. They prepare thousands and thousands of meals for people in our community. Right. And then on Thanksgiving, you can volunteer to pick up the meals and deliver them to people's, people's homes. I've never done that part. I've done the preparation part and it's such an incredible experience. And all you're doing is chopping vegetables, right? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. but you're right. with so many other people who are there to give some part of themselves during this very busy time. And it just feels incredible. So yeah. I think it really, there's so many opportunities to give back right now and people are desperate to have you come give back, right? These organizations, these charitable organizations rely on volunteers. So if you feel like, you know, uneasy because you've never done it before and you don't know anybody, I would encourage you just to get involved because you will be welcomed with open arms. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't it, isn't it wild how our brain will tell us things like, um, like I have to hoard my energy. Like I don't have time to go do things like that. But when then you go do something like that, then it's like, wow. Like I just have this like been overflowing of wonderful feelings and all kinds of new energy. It just changes you. It really, it, it, it really does. Yeah. It's a gift to yourself. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing that you can do during Thanksgiving, especially it to feel that community feeling, um, participate in a, in a 5k, like a turkey trot. You don't have to run, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> but there's something, another really nice thing to do on Thanksgiving morning is to go out and be in your community with tons of people who come together to do something healthy on the morning of Thanksgiving. Right. And it's just, I've always felt like turkey trots are, they're just a nice way to connect, to be connected with other humans. And you don't have to be running. So there's another, you know, there's turkey trots, there's turkey trot hikes, there's like, there's a lot of physical activities that go on that would be another good option just to be with, have that human connection. Uh, if you're not going to, you know, if you're, 
whether you are or not going to be with your family on mm -hmm. Thanksgiving. It's a great idea. I think we just, I think just being around people like, and it doesn't, it can, in that location, like you're not even necessarily having a conversation or being right next to someone. You're just a part of something bigger that does something for our souls. That's really and you hear a lot of people exchanging greetings. And I think that mm -hmm. that alone feels so good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's a great idea. I love that. Yeah. Go cheer for turkey trots. If you don't want to walk <laughs> or run or you can't, go go on the sidelines and cheer. <laughs> That's a great idea, too. I love that. <laughs> Our big turkey trot, which is the oldest one in the nation, by the way, um, goes by a bar and there's there's always the group of people outside the bar who are drinking beers and they're so happy and jolly. <laughs> that's part of the turkey trot to run by. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. That's awesome. I, um, I wonder if I'm trying to think which one of these is like. I kind of think that we should talk a little bit about. Do you want to read the list again? Because we yeah. have a lot more people watching now. Yeah. Yeah. So we, so we pulled um, some of our favorite ladies and we asked them, what are some of the things that are on your hearts right now to have a conversation about? So here's the list. <laughs> it is stress, loneliness, expectations, shame, desires, and FOMO. Which, which, why don't you pick one of those, Jess? Which, which else? I, I feel like we've, we've kind of done like a big broad stroke that covered a lot of these. <laughs> which Wait, one jumps out at you? One more time, Allison. We have stress, loneliness, expectations, shame, desires, and FOMO. Well, FOMO and loneliness are similar, I think. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Does everybody who's listening know what FOMO is? The fear of missing out. It's a buzzword these days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's something I feel regularly myself. <laughs> I used to feel a lot of FOMO, but now I just feel like happy that I don't have to participate in everything. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it still has has to do. I think all of these have. Um, common threads underneath. But I think that um, what's under a lot of that is this idea of like being, being with yourself is a, ch a challenging thing if you've never learned how to do that. And if we're always looking for external input in order to determine how we're going to feel, that's where these kind of things come from. But when yeah. you start to, when you start to have your when you start to have being with yourself as a safe place, like this is a safe place. I'm kind to myself in here. Um, I, I'm learning my capacity and, you know, what's beyond me. I'm learning what I really want. You start to be able to combat a lot of these things with that kind of a base. Angie in the comments says stress. <laughs> <laughs> I think Angie wants to talk about stress. Here's the thing about yeah. stress around the holidays. This is your choice. And I am just mm -hmm. going to throw that out there in a completely honest way. If you are feeling stressed around the holidays, you are choosing to feel stressed around the holidays and you can make a different choice. You have all of the tools that you need 
to reduce your stress. You do mm-hmm. not have to do every single thing that you think you have to do. In fact, you don't have to do any of it if you don't want to. Nope. You don't <laughs> even have to decorate. You don't have to put up a tree. You don't have to participate in any way, shape, or form that makes you feel stressed. So if you are stressed right now, how can you choose to do something about that stress? Because you don't have to live in this stressful way of being around the holidays. And I learned this the super, super, super hard way. I we Our holidays now look so different than they ever did before because I realized that the stress was going to kill me and it's not worth it. And actually, well, when we, when I like decided to take control of my own stress, everyone else in my family started to feel less stressed as well. Mm. I didn't realize how stressed my kids were around the holidays because of all these expectations that we inadvertently put on them as well. Even to open up a lot of presents on Christmas morning is there's a lot of expectation there. And Mm. I was so stressing out my kids by overbuying stuff for them. How ironic is that, right? Yeah, yeah. man, that's powerful. That is in in order to to look at that through different eyes, you have to give yourself permission to release things. And I think this is such a this is such a big thing because we're told by so many people in so many ways, what it should look like and how we should be feeling and what we should be doing. And it's all just in, in some ways, it's all just image management that, that feeling inside of us, (laughs) but we, we get to say, actually, I don't have to do that. So, so that's just because I see that house with all those decorations looking like that does not like the thought of, oh, I'm supposed to be doing that is the problem. Like, I don't have to do that. That's, I don't, I don't have to, I can release that thought entirely. I can let it just be like the, whatever actually feels good to me. And there's so much of being able to recognize, have an awareness about the things that's directly triggering us or, or stressing us out and saying, "I, I have the authority to let that go. Like, there's no reason why I have to hold on to that or hold these things over myself. Absolutely. You don't have to do it. <laughs> you don't have to participate in the holidays like you think you have to. You only have to do what is right for you, period. And the nice thing is that when you start to change it up, you just keep everyone else guessing, right? So- <laughs> Nobody knows what's going to happen because you've done it different every single year since you decided to let go of the stress, <laughs> obviously. But- I love that. <laughs> well, and it gives it it gives other people room to to start doing whatever they want to do too. Yes, you're giving other people permission by taking control and saying, I refuse to participate in this insanity. You give other permissions, people permission to take control also. And that's a massive gift that you can give to someone. Yeah. Yeah. We can be the ones that change these, these whole like generational things that have passed down to us. We can be the ones. That's pretty cool. You have the power. (laughs) I got the power. 
<laughs> if you don't like turkey, you don't have to eat turkey. I mean, there's like so many things. <laughs> I mean, I love turkey, but like, <laughs> if you don't, that's okay. Do your own thing, right? If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving, that's okay too. Thanksgiving mm -hmm. can be whenever you say Thanksgiving is. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you do Thanksgiving over Zoom, that's okay too. Whatever works for you, right? Here is your blanket permission slip. That's right. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> Take it. And, and and if you start to do this thing where you're like, oh, but what will people think? What will so-and-so think? Just notice that. That's a really normal thing to, to hold you back from anything. And also realize that to continue to do things and <laughs> pump out activities or how things are supposed to look because of what you think other people think it's totally unsustainable and it doesn't actually bring it it it's not from a place of love it's coming from a place of scarcity and lack and fear so if you're approaching any situation with someone else with this undercurrent of i'm doing this for you this is this was totally stressful this was this was so much stuff you're not even showing up in the way it's, that's genuine to you that you want to be with people right so it, it gives you like you're losing your authenticity when you're spending all of your energy to people, please. And when you start learning how to come from a place of true, genuine love of like, I'm going to decide what feels right to me and what feels good to me, and then see how it fits with other people and how I want to have connection with them. You come from a place that's much more genuine and is going to show up with actual, like there's actually going to be real space to have um, a real loving connection and is not being hindered by the energy from what you were even doing any of the things. <laughs> so Allison, here's my question for you. What yes. are your top three tips for setting boundaries before Thanksgiving? <laughs> <laughs> um, first, I, I always go back to like looking at what you want. Because if you don't know what you want, it's going to be really hard to even figure it out. But if you... If That's what, a really good point. What do yeah. you want? Yeah. And what you want doesn't have to be like really specific and it needs to look exactly like this. It can just be, I want, I want um, to be around this person or that family and to be calm <laughs> and, to, and to just be like, just there with them and together and not having like a bunch of things attached to that. It can just be like the feeling, right? What do you want to feel? What, what's the feeling that you want to have? What's the experience that you would like to have in kind of a big broad picture? And then the, the big thing also is when we're connecting with other people, we're all, I mean, I, in general, I would say most of us understand that like, it's not just about like, I'm just going to do what I want and, and forget everybody else. It, it, we, we understand that to have relationship, there has to be this like back and forth and this, um, this giving and receiving and let's see how, where the compromise is or where we work together. Um, but walking into a space of figuring out how the interaction is going to look, you, if you walk into it with the understanding of, if I have something that feels like that doesn't work for me, or I'm feeling like I should say yes. And in the past, I've always just said yes, but I really don't want to. 
now I'm going to walk into this space with the permission to say no, or to just say, here's why that doesn't work for me. Is there something else we can do? You have permission to have an opinion and to have your, your own understanding of how you want things to look. And it doesn't make you selfish and it doesn't make you a narcissist. It doesn't make you anything. It just means, Hey, I'm a, I have a presence in this world and, and what I have in my mind and my heart matters just as much as yours. Um, that's two. Those are my, my two really big ones. We can do top two. <laughs> Brenda says, I haven't made a turkey in years. I used to make turkey all the time. It's Thanksgiving. We have to. Families are coming over. Now I'm like, nope, I don't really care for turkey. Not going to buy a turkey. We're going to have Cornish game hens. That sounds Perfect. fun. <laughs> and delicious. It does. That's <laughs> awesome. Good for you way to make Thanksgiving your own. Who else in the comments um, is going to do something different this year that really is prioritizing their sanity during Thanksgiving, whether uh, it's being forced on them or not? <laughs> How are you guys changing your traditions? Let us know in the comments. I'm very curious. Allison, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, I have never made a Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> you should have come to my Thanksgiving planning workshop. <laughs> I well, it's kind of been one of those things that my my parents have always done it. Um and it's been fine because I'm like I've always had small children. I've only probably just now to the point where I'm like, I could maybe consider it and think about it, but I'm also I've not I've never not traditionally been a cook, so <laughs> like, there's a lot to learn. <laughs> so in, in general, I've been that that works for me. I'm like, let me come over and, and participate, bring what I, you know, can contribute. But it's nice. It's just nice. Do you do uh, the whole meal? Mm -hmm. I have since I was like 18 years old. Really? Yeah. Yep. I'm so <laughs> impressed with you. <laughs> as soon as I moved out, I started hosting Thanksgiving. Wow. And I love, I love hosting Thanksgiving. I'm super That's excited. Awesome. It's my favorite holiday. So, That's but awesome. you know, it'll be two out of three. Don't care for Turkey. You know, my sister doesn't like Turkey either. <laughs> it's a very strange thing to me, actually. <laughs> I've got people in my family. We, we do other kinds of meat too. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many sides that I feel like even if you don't like Turkey, that's okay because you can have a massive meal just out of the sides. Like you don't actually That's need true. <laughs> That's true. What I, yeah. what I love about that is that you, you are making, like you actually really do love that. So oh, you I genuinely yeah. love it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Well, how else do you take stress out of the equation to make that easier on yourself? Well, it, there's been a learning curve over the years, right? Mm -hmm. So for some people, having others bring lots of food to Thanksgiving is a big help. For me, it complicates things because, mm -hmm. well, actually now this is the first year that we have a new kitchen. So maybe, but before my kitchen was so tiny that if anybody had to do any anything else in the kitchen during Thanksgiving, it was massively stressful. Right. So mm -hmm. I really got to the point where I was like, I'm making the entire meal, just bring dessert. Um, because it was too much for me to have other people 
having to warm up food or having to mm-hmm. prepare or like whatever, you know, so I learned everyone wants to bring something, but in this case, like that wasn't helping me at all. Although now my yeah. kitchen is much bigger, so maybe it'll be different this year. But mm-hmm. I think um, that's been one, one thing is learning, learning what is helpful for you and what isn't helpful for you. Yes. Um, one of the tips that I gave in my Thanksgiving planning workshop is to have a plan for people when they say they want to help. Like what actually would be helpful for mm-hmm. them to do? Number one is always dishes. Like whenever somebody says, how can I help here? Do yes. all the dishes, wash them, dry them and put them away. Like there are always dishes to do. That is always a helpful thing that you can give to somebody to do on the holidays. Um, but really when people are in your house and they want to help, like actually have like think out beforehand what would be helpful for this person to do? Maybe they are awesome with kids, right? So maybe mm. they can do a craft with the kids. Maybe they are really, they're the talker, right? And there's somebody else there that's not the talker that needs to be drawn out a little bit. Go ask them to have a conversation with that person. Mm-hmm. Like know your audience and and pre-think how can somebody actually be helpful? Like who am I going to ask to do X, Y, and Z? And then also- yeah. If you know what, if you're throwing Thanksgiving and you're not feeling like cooking, order the whole meal out. Like, who cares? <laughs> every restaurant sells Thanksgiving dinner, right? Go ask everyone to toss in 20 bucks and get you know get the whole meal cooked and prepared for you and then just bring it home. I mean, oh, I like that idea. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> um I'm just reading some of these. Keely, my son is traveling to March in the Chicago Thanksgiving Parade. A big honor. That's a huge honor. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be having a very small version of a Thanksgiving meal. No turkey. He wants ham and green bean casserole, which is definitely not something that we cook in the Northeast. <laughs> just in case you guys are wondering, in the Northeast, we don't make green bean casserole. But I did have a friend from Ohio once make me a green bean casserole because I had never tried it before. And um, it was fine. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, so, that's so funny. I wouldn't have thought that that was that that was something that wouldn't that you wouldn't have. You like casserole, right? Because you're from Ohio. I mean, this is just. I mean, do I personally make it? No, but yes. Does everybody in Ohio? <laughs> I love the seasonal or the uh, the the regionality of Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, we don't make casseroles with um, like mushroom soup, right? That's not like a, you know, that's that's not a Northeast thing in general. <laughs> I grew up on casseroles. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some people do, but I don't. I don't make them now. I'm. I'm not. I feel like I. I never, I didn't, I didn't learn. I didn't want to do much in the kitchen. I was like, I was like, no, thank you. Now I kind of wish, you know, but there's, there's time. There's time to learn all those things, but probably casserole is not high on the list. If If I want want to, to. yeah, Yeah. I'm I'm still deciding what I want. Right. And you can change it anytime. Exactly. Exactly. I'm such, go ahead. I was going to say another thing that came out in our Thanksgiving uh, workshop that I did on Wednesday in terms of regional food is in the South, it's very common to have Mac and cheese with Mm -hmm. your Thanksgiving meal. Like that is not a Northern thing either. (laughs) It sounds so heavy to me. (laughs) What, what is a Northern, what is a Northern thing? 
I don't know. I mean, I know, I know what we don't have. <laughs> we don't have <laughs> mac and cheese. We don't have green bean casserole. Um, we don't like in, in my family, we don't do the um, sweet potato casserole either. We just don't do casseroles. Like that's mm -hmm. not so. And then um, so squash casserole came up also recently in our groups. Another thing that I've never even heard of before, but I got a recipe from somebody. So. <laughs> oh, and dressing versus stuffing. Another, you know, vernacular type thing. But yeah, we just do, uh, you know, I think what, what I think of as a traditional Thanksgiving meal is turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce. Mm -hmm. I always have some green vegetable because I think that that's, you know, and then um, my husband's family is big into what they call Marcy onions, which are like creamed onions. So oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, right? Never heard of that before either. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've never had them, but I feel like I've heard of them. Yeah, they're, you know, very specific to my husband's family thing. <laughs> so my, I love the cranberry sauce is my, I make cranberry sauce from scratch and it's my absolute favorite. That's interesting. I'm not a huge cranberry fan. If you had my port cranberry sauce, you would probably change your mind. Can I just come eat dinner at your house yes. regularly. <laughs> like I'm just going to plan like a once a month trip to your house so I can just eat your food. <laughs> yeah. Come on over. Susan, you always had creamed onions. Are you from New England by any chance? I, cause it, so they're a, like a New England family. And I wonder if the creamed onions is a New England thing. New York is not actually part of New England. And there are some very like strong distinctions there. Uh, which you would probably not know unless you, unless you lived in New York. But yeah, see, it must be a New England thing. What's traditionally on your Thanksgiving table, Allison? A lot of those same things, um, except we also have ham usually because of a couple people. <laughs> and but yeah, that's that's usually my mom makes some some broccoli. It's kind of like it's not a casserole; it's a salad thing, but it's like a big mixture thing that's really yummy. Yeah. Broccoli salad. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I like to think of myself as like, <laughs> I'll just, I'll just come really appreciate your food. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be the one who, who is just going to tell you how good it is. <laughs> I like that because sometimes people are a little critical about my amazing cooking. <laughs> I'm <am> never critical <laughs> because I personally don't have that skill set right now. <laughs> Pumpkin pie, Keely says. I So there's this ad that's been following me around the internet and it's called a... <laughs> It's called a, a cake pie. It's like, you know, the, it's like a, it's like pie and cake all layered up together. What? Looked, <laughs> I, I'm going to share I'm going to give me one second. I know exactly where, where it is. I'm going to share it with you guys. <laughs> Have you saved it? <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I sent it to my sister to um show her, you know, Let's see here. It's called a pie cakin. <laughs> oh, wow. And it is, hold on, it's just opening up here. A pie cakin. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. And I'm curious if anybody has had this crazy dessert. 
it's from gold belly. Not even sure what that is, but, um, pie Kagan. Becky asks, what's your favorite pie for Thanksgiving? I like the apple pies. I'm a big fan of apple pie too. All right, hold on. Let me just share, share my screen here. Um, <laughs> We're all going to get ads for this now. I know everyone's going to get ads for this now. I don't know how it targeted me. Um, all right. Can you see this? <laughs> It's a pie cake in. It's so. So it's a pecan pie. Hold on. I'll read it to you. It's um pecan pie on the bottom, pumpkin pie in the middle, and spice cake on the top, all layered together with cinnamon buttercream and topped with apple pie filling. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something I Look would like to buy and bring. Well, you can. It's only credit. $99. Take credit for bringing it, but not actually have to create it. I think I like to think of myself as like a curator. <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> Look at that crazy thing. I kind of want to make this. I kind of want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called the pie cake-in. So it's from Gold Belly. Mm. I have no idea why, why Facebook thinks that this should be following me around the internet everywhere, but it is definitely a curiosity. And I'm wondering too, is this regional? It was apparently made in New York. I had, I didn't, you know, I've never heard of this before. Interesting. Kelly Ripa says it's pretty much the greatest thing that has happened to me besides the birth of my children. <laughs> well, there you go. In that case. In that case, this is all you need. So yeah, that, I'm going to stop my screen share now. I just wanted to let you guys know how Thanksgiving is following me around the internet. <laughs> Amber says that made my teeth hurt just hearing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite pie. I, I like the apple too. I also made like a cranberry tart. Like a, mm. it was, it was really good one year. I don't normally do the, the desserts because I'm into it. I'm in like the, I'm in Thanksgiving for the main meal. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of directions to think about. <laughs> so I'm like maybe if you just like leave that space over to someone else. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are some of the things that you want to feel on Thanksgiving? Um, I just want to, I like that thing that like quintessential Thanksgiving feeling where you smell the turkey, you have the parade going on the television, everyone's kind of hanging out. Mm -hmm. You know, I like that feeling. What feeling is that? Um, like oh, warmth and hominess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's yeah. Cool. Laura says Gold Belly is an online site that lets you buy special or popular food from around the country. I find the prices to be high. Yeah, I would probably never pay $100 to have that cake shipped to me. <laughs> I, I probably would. <laughs> we 
which is totally okay. Like I said, if you want to, you know, whatever makes your holiday situation better. Exactly. We all get permission to do whatever, whatever <laughs> makes us have the experience that we want. Yep, exactly. Warm and cozy. Amy says, yeah, warm and cozy. Those are always my feelings that I love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that too, because warm and cozy is like, you can, you can create that with just about, you can be very innovative with that. You just need a candle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was first starting to, to learn a lot of the mindset work that I learned now have do now all this stuff. Um, I just realized how little awareness I have about what my own body was feeling and experiencing like physically and so one of the very first things was realizing how much warm and cozy was missing that I wanted. So I started wearing fuzzy socks like all the time <laughs> and like bath <laughs> and bathrobes and blankets and bringing all those things in. And you can create that all the time. Huga, it's that, it's that, that. Norwegian. Yeah. I always forget Norwegian. that word. <laughs> <laughs> Amy says, Theo, my blanket and a couch. Perfect. Sounds mm -hmm. very warm and cozy. Yeah. And I think the connected, the connectedness where we all want to, like people are designed to connect, but that can look in lots, that can look lots of different ways, right? It doesn't have to look exactly like your family there in the living room with you while you're cooking. It can I also want to say that family can be anything. It doesn't have yeah. to be your blood relatives, right? Yeah. Like family can be whatever you decide family is. Yes. And that's really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big thing because I know that a lot of people, you know, they have that idea in their mind of what they want to feel, but then in interaction with these people, it's almost like there's those expectations are put on it, but maybe that relationship is not supposed to look like that for you. Maybe it's supposed to have its own flavor to it. And you're supposed I'm to- laughing at Amber's way. comment. She says, I would actually love having the day just to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make that happen, Amber? Have a, a day just to yourself, even if it's not Thanksgiving day? That's such a good thing to plan. I would highly recommend that everybody plan that. At least like a couple hours. Plan for a couple hours of just- that huga by yourself. <laughs> Take a bath, light a candle, mm -hmm. play your, you know, soothing music. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so amazing to me every single time how much that affects me to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I've actually just started, I because we have a hot tub. So I, before we had a hot tub, I took a bath. I took baths all the time. Mm -hmm. I've just started taking baths again, in addition to going in the hot tub. Mm -hmm. So I'm basically in pools of water, like... <laughs> It's the best. It is the best. It is. It is really the best. It's and like don't underestimate the feeling of giving your physical body comfort. It's so it's such a big thing. Absolutely. Laura well, does a Friendsgiving. 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 I know. I love Friendsgiving. Laura, I love that you do a Friendsgiving and make your own rituals. That's I awesome. Think that's great too. I've actually never done one. I've always wanted to. Oh, Allison. <laughs> <laughs> now you can. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> oh 
my gosh, Becky. Okay. Six or seven cake size sugar cookies with dried apples cooked with an applesauce, apple butter, and ice with that each layer. Wow. That sounds really good. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's an apple stack cake is what it's called. Mm. Um, I would like somebody to make that for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I will pay you. <laughs> well, listen, what do you typically bring to Thanksgiving? It whatever whatever you can find on the internet, whatever <laughs> follows you around. <laughs> it depends. Um, I think I, it, it just totally depends on whatever is needed. I'll, sometimes when my kids were little, it was plates and napkins. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's a lot, sometimes it's like cookies or pies or yeah. I think I made a sweet potato thing one year and that was pretty good. I do make stuff sometimes. <laughs> nice. I know you do. I saw you made a cake for your son for his birthday. That was so fun. That was so fun. I, I'm really like, I really let myself follow the fun when it comes to food because I decided <laughs> a long time ago that it was like, I'm not going to stress myself around food. <laughs> um, that was, a, that was a big thing for me to release, but that cake. So the cake itself was, they were just Betty Crocker cake mixtures. So I, yep. I was like, that cuts out that part. My daughter really likes to bake. So she made the icing and then they all love to make the different colors. So that was fun. And I, I like doing the colors too, because I'm an artist. Right, <laughs> so like, right, right. I can find just the right things. And so it feels like painting again. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. That's, well, that's what felt, that's what the whole thing felt like. But also it wasn't like my, fr straight from my own imagination. I found some Pinterest thing. I was like, oh, there's a picture. I'll do what they did. <laughs> it was Thank fun. Thank for Pinterest. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap up our pre-Thanksgiving call here. I don't know that yeah. we'll be having a call next week. No. No. No, week. no call next week. <laughs> but we'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> yes. Yes. And everybody can really, I highly recommend you take as much downtime as you can possibly bring into your life because yes, let go that, of the stress. yeah let yourself have it like even if it's like 15 minutes at a time let yourself have it it's super important and we just want to say we love our viewers <laughs> thank you guys so yes. much we wish you all a very very happy thanksgiving whatever that looks like for you let it be what what let it be whatever it you want it to look like. So spend no I would stress. I would spend a little bit of time actually thinking about how you want to experience it and what the feelings are that you are going for that you would that would make you really happy and let that be the base point. Let that be the starting point for everything that you do. Absolutely. You can do this. You've been listening to us for weeks now. You can do it. <laughs> you can do it. We will be encouraging you. <laughs> and we can't wait to hear your stories about how it went in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun to check back in. Yes. <laughs> All, All right. Happy right. Thanksgiving, everyone. Allison, have a beautiful holiday. Thank you, you so too. much for your amazing advice, like usual every week. <laughs> Thank you. And yours as well. <laughs> Always a pleasure, my dear. Always a pleasure. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone.